So this week we'll be doing the uh, first mimer, the first beer on the mimer, on this last mimer of Shcher and Ivanova, and we'll do that full beer, and then we'll be another uh, class where we'll do the uh, first uh, ice of the second beer. <clears throat> so <clears throat> in the beer in Yerushchayim to explain this, I, the the uh, the concept or the Indian of Shcherani that I'm black, Vanova, but beautiful. So the Alter explains, <clears throat> as we explained in the previous Maimar, this is the statement of Knesset Yisrael to the Bnei Yerushalayim. And before he spoke about how this is the neshamas coming down lamata to the neshamas that have not come down. And now the Alter is going to put it more in precise idea that we're really talking about Malchus itself. That talking to the one lower, the higher level of the lower level of Malchus, talking to the higher level of Malchus, and he says here now this is a statement of Knesset Yisrael, which we know Knesset Yisrael is called the Shechina, <clears throat> and it's talking to the Bnei Yisrael who are the neshamas that are separated, have not who are mufshet, they're removed from bodily, <clears throat> from bodily connection. And so he says, Kashchina is a level of Malchus of Atzilus that comes down into Biya, into lower worlds of Bri Yitzur Nasiyah. <clears throat> Of which it says, that God will dwell amongst us. And as it says, where does he dwell? He dwells within our impurity, which means in the world of Biyah, which is a world of where it's Tumah. <clears throat> so it says, it says, I'm black, but even so I'm Nava. To who? To Benes Yushalayim. Because he explains it, that is that the Neshamis, before they come down into the world, they are, so to speak, in a uh, in a in a situation of ibor of a pregnancy within Atzilus. and then afterwards they get born at a level of leda in biyah, <clears throat> and at that point when they come down into biyah they become limited nishamis so to speak baligvul. Because <clears throat> he says the idea of ain't soft that something that's unlimited is only in Atzilus. which in Atzilus, that's where it ends the light of the kav and chut the original ur that comes through and breaks through the barrier of the Tzimtzum edition of the first Tzimtzum from the ur and stuff. And the, so to speak, the ur stops within Atzilus, at Malchus of Atzilus. On the other hand, in Biyah, he said, not only Malachim of Michal, who is a specific Avoida of Ava, and Gavriel, a specific Avoida of Yira and Pachad, and they say three times, again, this is limited numbers, three times Kaddish in a period of 12 hours. In other words, all these things are limited things. And these Malachim, as he brings down from the Gemara, that the Gemara says that in the beginning, the Ebesher created Malachim and he asked them um, that he wants to make man. And they said, that what is man that we should mention him? And so it says that the Ebesher put his little finger between them and they all got burnt. In other words, what was this idea of putting his little finger? That there was a little added revelation, which was higher than their measurement and their limitation of what they were able to handle, and they get destroyed because of it. <clears throat> and that's what he says. In other words, all these levels lower than Atzilus are limited things. Ain't soft, which means unlimited, is only till the end of the world of Atzilus. And that's what he says in the Pasuk, which he also brought in the previous Mimer, the idea of Ne'alim Givaraisav, that he makes known to man his strength, <clears throat> his, his greatness, but and the beauty of his splendor, um, 
uh, of his kingship, of his splendor. Then, in other words, he's, and here he explains it a little bit there. He said like this, that not that the whole level of Malchus is enclosed within the in the creations of Bria Yitzir and Asiyah. Rather, only a covered, a, a glory of it, a ray, a shine of it. And even so, this little ray, this little shine is Hadar. It's a beauty to them. It's Hadar Hulahem. But now he says it's not only Malachim, but even Nishamas, like the Nishamas of their forefathers, of Ramitzak and Yaakov, that we have the level of Ramitzak and Yaakov as they are in Atzilis, where they're Iyu v'chayoyuchad, meaning that the light of Hashem and the Kalim, <clears throat> it's all one. And therefore there, the Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov of Atzilis are Ainsof, they're an endless light. But there's an Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov that come down into Bria. And at that level, they're already a limited being. And this limited being happens through the birth of Nishamis as they are in Briyat Sirnasin. And on the other hand, where they are still in a pregnancy state, as they are in Atzilis, there we say, that he, meaning the Abish there, and Hashem with the, the light of Atzilis, and the vessels of Atzilis are all unified as one thing. You can't differentiate between them. Why? Because there it shines the light of the Ein Saf. And these Nishamis who are on the level of Ibor, they're called the daughters of Yerushalayim. Why? Because they are at a, at a level of pregnancy in Malchus, and therefore they're called daughters, so to speak, in a pregnancy. And they're also called with the name Yerushalayim because they get a complete Yira, a complete uh, um, um, fear of Hashem being bitol, a total nullification, and a true one, as we said, that the Abish there and Atzillus with the light and the kalim are all totally one, which is a level of itself total nullification. <clears throat> and if you, you look back in the uh, in the in the in the previous mimer, <clears throat> that uh, this this level we spoke about this idea of ibor, we're talking about the neshamas as they are before they're coming into the world. And as he says, he'll explain also what he mentioned before about the oisius. We'll see that this also connected with these this level of neshamas. And he says, this is the mimer of the, of the Shechina that says now to the B'nai Yerushalayim that I am black and even though I'm beautiful. Why? Because I am black and the fact that I'm going down into a limited place, into the limited world, and that's where I'm going to become black. Why? Because of the great bitterness, the great uh, uh, um, hurt or pain that there is on the great uh, uh, distance that I'm going from this supernal unity where all is one. And on this, there's a great pain, there's a great Rachmanus. As it says, <coughs> with your great mercy. In other words, this is a, a great, a great, this is a, 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 a not only regular mercy, great mercy. And that's why the Malchus is called Shechar Charis, which is called black, but we said two levels of black. And he's going to explain these two levels again. The first one is the bitterness and the fact that we're so distant. And that's what we see uh, in our own self, the bitterness or the pain of a person when... Uh, when he arouses great mercy on his soul, which this pain, this bitterness, where does it happen? It happens in your chalol hasmoli, hamoli dam, in the side of your uh, 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 um, of your heart, which is the side of the nefesh of Bahamas. And that you should feel the pain that you're so far from something that you're far from. And here we're talking about far from the Abish there. And on this level of, of, of pain, or this level of, dis, of, 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 of bitterness, that there is in Malchus, he says, that I've been blackened or tanned by the sun. And here he translates it that the Yehudi law, which is called sun and mugging, the shield of the sun, has left me. When I remember the level of Yehudi law, I become black and I become pain because of this. And this is that he explains in Parshas Tazriya, uh, in the Zohar, 
that Shesafani Hashemesh means that it has been removed from me, it has ascended from me, the sun, from shining within me. In other words, that I'm lacking the Yehudi law that I have, and so being far away is Pashat painful from where um, my natural place is. And this is what did the Tzemach now. this is what we say in the Maimon Azal, the mitzvah of Ner Hanukkah is specifically when the sun sets. Why? Because the main descent of Malchus into Briy Tzir happens in the time when the Beis Hamikdash is not standing, which then it's a time when the sun has ascended and is not shining within me. Which that's the idea of Mishatashka Chama when the sun has set. And so, in other words, to light up this darkness and to light up the neshama, this is through the light of, of the, the candle of Hanukkah. And you can look in the explanation of Rani Vesimchi Batsian, which he explains are the levels of or light and the level of oil, and the wick, which are all these things are drawing the light down here into this world. And that's, he says also, why it says that the mitzvah of Ner Hanukkah, <clears throat> the candle of Hanukkah is a rabbinic mitzvah. In other words, and we spoke about before, and we'll speak about here also, the idea of <clears throat> a, um, of, of loisaset, what we get through the uh, negative mitzvahs, is from a much higher place as we've spoken about um, than even the mitzvah sase. Now we know the Zion mitzvahs that are banan, mainly they're based on a loisase. The loisase is, you're not allowed to move away from what the rabbanon will tell you, left or right. And so therefore, we have to follow all the mitzvahs to Rabbanan, which means that they're be'etzam, they're in essence a negative commandment. Yet, we find in the mitzvahs to Rabbanan, which it says that, that the words of the seifrim are even sweeter, is that through the words of the siphon, we're able to draw down in a positive manner and in a revealed manner, even that which is from a loisasa, which is really beyond revelation. <clears throat> and therefore, this is the idea of Ner Hanukkah, that's a mitzvah derabanan, which is an action that we bring down light from which type of a place, from a place which is higher than even what <clears throat> can be revealed. <clears throat> and that is exactly this idea of Shreira Nivanova, that I'm black but yet beautiful. In other words, <clears throat> specifically through the black, I'm able to bring out the greatest beauty. And then he says the second level of black. That's the 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 actual descent to come down into physical mitzvahs, and not because the my the sun is not shining on me and I'm lacking my law, my supernal unity with God, but rather the simple fact, the physical descent itself that I'm involved in physical things, which with I have to do mitzvahs, which they are kabanis from animals, tzitzis. From has to be from wool, tefillin, from parchment, etc. And you should look in the, in the Mimer of uh, the end of Aidaber and Midbar Sinai, which there he speaks about the level of the Rachmanis of the 12 Shvatim. Um, so actually, there in the Mimer, he explains that there's three levels level of Yaakov, which is a general Rachmanis on the world. Then there's a level of the Rachmanis of the 12 Shvatim, which is a lower level of Rachmanis, as he says here, that you have mercy and pain on the actual godly spark that has descended from its honorable location where it was before it descended. Then there's another level of Rachmanis, of pain and of mercy, which is the 70 souls that are the ones who come out from Yaakov and go down into Mitzrayim, which they are the ones that arouse great mercy on your own soul, and not because of the fact that it's just descended from its place, but rather that it came into a physical body. And these are the same, he says, these last two levels are the same two levels here, of these levels of black. Number one, that it descended from its level of Yehudilah. The second one, that it's come down into a physical body and into physical mitzvahs. And he said, but yet this is its comfort. That even though I'm black, I've, even so, I'm beautiful. In other words, from this black itself, I become this level of beautiful. Why? Because through this 
blackness and this pain and this darkness and this uh, 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 bitterness of being so far, through that becomes Rav Tuis Bekeachshar, meaning specifically through the animal. <coughs> We're able to harvest so much more than just a man could accomplish by himself. Why? Because when we break the Sitra Achra, we break the side of evil, we break our evil inclination, etc., then if Stalik, the gl- glory of God gets revealed throughout all the worlds, etc., and therefore there's a much greater uh, light and connection with Hashem that happens specifically when we do it through the darkness. And also through the darkness that we come and get enclosed within the physical mitzvahs, which are the mitzvahs are 613 pathways of light, and so too, together with the seven Durabanan, which is 620, which is the level of Kesar, which that is the level of, Kesar means the crown, the supernal desire. Six is a lower level of desire, which that is the desire that gets drawn from Chachma and Bina to Midas, which means, in simple, <clears throat> the reason, so to speak, there's a certain Ratzin, there's a certain desire a desire of Tyrus, so to speak, that is there for the Midas, <clears throat> for the different emotions. But then there's a higher level of Ratzin, which is the intermediate between the uh, emanator and the emanations. In other words, from the level of Kesser itself, which is a desire, the essential desire for it all. Like, <clears throat> why the Midas? Why everything? This is, this is a, a much deeper inner desire. And this is only accomplished through the 613 mitzvahs as they are down here in this world, specifically with the addition of the seven Rabbanon, which are, <clears throat> which reveal this higher uh, um, desire, which is generally hidden from us. And this is where it says that, that I'm beautiful, even more so than the daughters of Yishalayim, which they are the souls as they are in Atzillus, that even though that their place is in Atzillus itself, and they don't have this descent in Biyah, yet, where do they get their whole life force from? those um, neshamas, they get it from the letters, because there's 600,000 neshamas, which as they are equal to the 600,000 letters of the Torah. And let these letters ultimately are vessels. What are an ice? An ice, a letter is only a vessel. Yet, it's true that the neshamas come from the inner levels of the vessels. They are from the inner kalim, the primius kalim of Atzillus. But yet, they're still only kalim, they're only vessels. On the other hand, through that which the Malchus comes out into this world, then it could ascend to an even higher level, to the levels of the light itself. And not only that, it goes higher and higher to the highest of levels until the essence of the Ain Saf that's totally simplistic, meaning one that is removed from all types of uh, of, of, of differentiations or, or any way of divisions, where it's totally one. At that level is where the soul could elevate and Malchus could go up once it comes down through this world and it reaches the highest of levels. <clears throat> Then he continues, he says, Kali Kedar, he said, I'm black, yet I'm beautiful. And he continues, like the tents of Kedar. So he says, we said the tents of Kedar are, are, are two things here. Number one, there's an outer tent, which is black, and an inner one that is white. <coughs> but also the word Kedar means blackened. So this refers to Avram, who came out from him, Yishmal, which means a level of Kedar, a certain level of imperfection and dirt, Etc. He says, yet, there has to be some type of holiness, some type of life, godly life force, a little one of holiness, that is in this uh, black, that's in this kedar. Because if not, it would totally be, it wouldn't exist. It would totally, nothing could exist without a godly spark within it. Only that this light life force that's within it is in a superficial, mockif way. In other words, it is 
beyond it. It gives it its whole life force, it's true, but it's not something that can be recognized. It's almost like uh, we'll say about ourselves, uh, and I'm going off the mimer, but we're all made of atoms, yet we don't see the atoms within us, we don't know the atoms within us. They're makif, they're not something that we actually could relate to within us, even though they're our entire existence. The same way this chayis of Tusha has to be the very essential existence of this whole thing, or else it wouldn't exist, yet at the same time, it's not something that can be related to whatsoever. So it's makif. And this is the idea of the levaina, <clears throat> the spice of levaina that was in the t- 11 uh, spices of the k'tairis. Because we know that there are 10 spices in the k'tairis. <clears throat> they are the ones that go down and, and get involved in klipa. But the 11th one is, so to speak, a makif. It's above of it all. And it's essentially white, meaning it's all perfect. It's all white. It's fully k'tusha. <clears throat> And this is what it says, the like the tents of Kedar, because they also, they have this surrounding godly life force as well. And the same way by me, in other words, when I come down into this world, I have the level of a, a so to speak, a oil, a makif, a, a, a surrounding and, and a central light that comes from the level of Yehudi Ilah, which that is the level of the sun that has been, that, that has blackened me. As we spoke about before, and by meaning he's saying in the in the beer here in the in the in the footnote, he's explaining this even now to understand this better. He says that even though there's a makif that gives a life force to every single physical thing, as we know, it comes from the shvirah sakelim. Meaning when the when the, when the, how we have the whole physical world is through the breaking and the destruction of the not destruction but the breaking and the, and the explosion of the vessels of toyu that come down into pieces and parts and they make up all the physical things of this world and we say all of those things they have within it ultimately a 11th godly spark that is their very essence that is a godly that is their makif that is beyond them yet it's within them so how much more so when we <clears throat> that the these supernal makifim when we um, fulfill the mitzvahs, and we refine these physical things that have been broken from shvira from the from the from the from the tayu. In other words, and we're fixing them through the avoda of refining tik, um, with tikkun, refining them, and we're getting rid of the evil. How much more so that there must be a the same and even greater makif that's in it than than would have been naturally. And he said, look in the mimer of Yishalach Paray about the idea of if to so the ones who. Are, uh, are over, the ones who go against Hashem's will, they have such holiness, so to speak, hidden within them, how much more so, to those who do, how much more so you have to say that that godly makif is there within them and is revealed, etc. Then he says, like the actual curtains of Shlomai, he said, this is a higher level of makifim. Because ultimately, there's two makifim, there are two levels that are are essential levels that are beyond our grasp, and and which are and he says these are both. Um, one is revealed now; the second one only can be revealed when Mashiach will come. <clears throat> and so these these are called the Urias of Shloima, the 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 the, uh, the curtains of Shloima. And he says it's based on the pasuk Ayachzik b'Muzi that if you hold into my shelter. Then it says, Yasa Shalom Li, Shalom Yasali. It says, I'll be make Shalom for you, or and you'll be make Shalom for me, so to speak. It's a, this double term. So he says, What does it say Shalom means? Is the connection and the bringing together of two opposite things. Which means, what are the two opposites? The highest lights that their nature is to ascend and to uh, uh, leave, so to speak, uh, above. 
that they should actually shine all the way down here below in its opposite place. And therefore, why twice shalom? That's in the higher realms and in the lower realms. In the lower realms, this is the idea of Malchus Tatzilis, that it should become the crown and the, so to speak, the creator of Bria. And then what is the idea of the higher realms? This is that you should draw down the level of Ein Saf into, it says it a little bit entry, but into the level of Chachma, which we say, Kulam B'Chachma Sisa, that all is made with Chachma, but also the term here can be means that Chachma itself is considered a physical creation, a like a physical thing before God, that the level of, that it could be an attic to Atzilis, meaning that the Erin Saf, before Atzilis, could become the endless light of God, before Atzilis could become a level of attic to Atzilis. And he says, anybody who learns Taita Lishma, in other words, through calling in the letters of Taita, could draw this down. And that's why it says that God answers all those who call him out with truth. And he says, truth here means Taita, because we know Chachma is called true. And as Arai says, Taita comes from the level of Chachma. And so what does it mean to call him out in truth? In other words, through the truth you should call him. In other words, you should draw him down. And this is what's called the, the curtains of Shlema, with the higher hay, and then with the lower hay, which is these two levels, uh, so to speak, of these two keser, attics, the attic of Atzilus and the attic of Bria. And he says, now the idea of Shalem and Shlema themselves, that is the way it gets drawn down into the world, and he makes, Shalem makes peace between the higher light, and the way it's down here in the world, and we connect these, these two. But when we say, like the curtains of Shlema, that means the higher level, these makifim, these supernal levels, which there is nothing similar to it in Klippus at all. Because the level of the tents of Kedar, which that's the level of the Levina, that is connected to, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, <clears throat> a, 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 a counterpart. You have the makif in the holy level. You have the makif in in, 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 in the klippa, which is its holy level, but you have it in both levels. But in comparison to the level of Yerushalayma, the curtains of Shlema, there is nothing, uh, uh, there's no opposite, there's no correspondent letter to it whatsoever, and it'll only be revealed when Mashiach will come. And this is what it says, I'll be bl- I'm black, and two levels of black. And even so, I'll be beautiful. And he says, now this really is all connected, it's all hinted to in the Pasik, Mipnei Seva Takum. So the whole Pasik is, Mipnei Seva Takum, that you should get up for someone who is older, Badarta Pnei Zaken, you should honor one who, uh, who is, who is, uh, Pnei Zaken is the, the face, it means a person who's a wise person. That, and, and then the Pasik continues, you should fear God. And so he says, this Pasik hints to everything that this Mimer is, has saying. That say what does Seva mean? That's the level of his white hair is like white that, 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 that sorry, the hair of his head is like white wool. That's the level of of, of white hairs. Which that is the levels of all the mitzvahs or mitzvahs, which we draw down one level. Then there is Vadapta Pnei Zakain, which is the faced one who's the one who's uh, the Zakain is the one who could who 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 acquired wisdom. That's the black hairs that are like a raven. <clears throat> which come from Chachma. And these are the ones that come down the level of Mitzvah Sleisasa, which we spoke about as a higher level than the level of the letters that come from <clears throat> the white hairs. And then Vireisa Malikacha, that's the addition of the Mitzvah Sterabanan, that you should fear God. <clears throat> as we say, that the, the, the words of the Seifram, of the rabbis, are more strict than even the words of Taira. And then, when we have all this, Ani Hashem, the Pasuk against I am God, the Kulachad, all these are really and truly one, <clears throat> and through it all, we become one with the Abish there, Mamish, 
the Nava and most beautiful. <coughs> so we're not going to do the Mimer, um, the second beer on Shechera and Ivanava, which starts on Zion, on the Dalit. And uh, the, uh, this Mimer is, we're just going to do the first ice today. Um, in this, uh, and then we'll continue. It's a, it's a longer mimer. Um, again, remember that this was a beer. Um, we had spoken before that neshamas that are coming down to the world, which is the shechina, malchus that comes down to the world, is speaking to malchus, as we said in the previous mimer, where the neshamas are in a pregnancy before they come into the world and are not coming down into the world. So we're talking in this level of malchus, <clears throat> which is an intermediary, so to speak, between um, Atzillus and Bria, um, the world of emanation and the world of creation. Um, and we spoke in the previous Marma as well about how it's drawing through the darkness that we go into, we're able to draw from Atzimus, from the essence of the light. And so now he's going to explain, at least in the beginning of this Marma, as we are now, it's going to be more of a <clears throat> understanding of how this is in the spiritual realms, in the in the uh, spiritual and godly sfirot, sfiris. So he begins that between the maitzel and etzalim, meaning between the emanator and that which emanates, there has to be an intermediary, as explained in Eitzchayim. <clears throat> and he says here, Shar Mem Gimel, the 41st gate, Chapter three. I believe that today <clears throat> it is in our in our prints. It's Membeis Perik Aleph. At least that's what I think he says in the back. And, you, and, and a lot of these quotes from some of these plate from some of these Makaritas of Eitzchayim. There's a newer print, and so it's a different page. <clears throat> and so this is explained that there has to be an intermediary between. <clears throat> A higher level and a lower level, in other words, the creator and the creation here, the emanator and the emanation, which are similar concepts, there has to be an intermediary level. And he says the reason is, and Dr. Rebbe now is explaining, is because the R, the light, or or <coughs> the Abish there, but you're talking about here more the light, is not of the Midas. It is basically beyond the realm of any type of character. Or, 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 or realm, or sphera, whichever word we want to use for the Midas at this level. And he says, even in the 10th sphera, so we call the sphera, the, 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 uh, the, of Chachma, of wisdom, really we're referring to the vessel that limits the light of the 10th sphera. That is called Chachma. Same thing, Bina or Chesed. It is the Kali, it's the vessel that's limiting the light to shine only a certain way. That's what we're calling the vessel Chachma. But the essential light, you can't call it with the term Chachma. Rather, it is only the light that creates and brings about the sphera of Chachma. And this light is only a ray, a shine, from the essence of the emanator. And it actually does not cause any change whatsoever within the essence of the emanator, within the essence of God, within the essence of the Arin Tzav, I'm using these two terms separately. In the essence, so to speak, it doesn't make any change. 
And that's what it says, that I am God, I do not change. I never change. That will just be like before the worlds were created, same way afterwards. It doesn't cause any change within the Creator. And so the author said, well, this will be explained the, and, and answered the question of the philosophers that they ask, how do we have all these <clears throat> titles and, 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 and descript- descriptive uh, 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 words on Hashem, and we're saying that they don't cause any change in the essence of Hashem. <clears throat> because he says that they're, they're not at all um, connected. They're not, so to speak, shayach uh, uh, um, is the right word here, to the atzimus, to the essence. And he says right now in the bracket, he's going to go now and explain this at length. So he says, meaning that that which it says in the Torah, that it says under his feet, tachas raglav. It's a verse. <clears throat> or it says written with the finger of God. Again, finger of God. The eyes of God, the ears of God, and such things. So there's two questions here. Number one is the fact itself that we're using such terms on God. The second issue is going to be if we do use these terms, and what does it mean that God doesn't change? So let's see, that it causes no change in God. So he says it's already at length explained in Pardis, Shar, Chavbez, Perak Aleph, and also in the Hashallah in his introduction, and you should check there their well-explained, like well-explanation. So at least in the Pardis, he explains that the idea is, is that really in the heavenly realms, there's something that is the mouth or the eye or whatever it is, which is really <coughs> a spiritual and, and a non-physical thing. It's beyond anything we could describe, which is really the source of all eyes, the source of all ears. We, with the Hebrew tongue, and Lashon Kodesh, and, and, and down here on earth, we're given the gift by Hashem that we are able to call an ear to understand that it's somehow relatable, and it comes from that level. But really, at that level, it's more of a concept of, so to speak, something that hears. I don't want to say the word hears, even that is something that's not by the Ebishter, but the idea is com- a comprehension. Uh, 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 uh. And he says, even this that we're saying that there's something in this spiritual realm that is called an ear, which therefore would mean some type of change because it could hear, so to speak, it could comprehend, it could understand. Yet, this is only in the 10th spheres. And we'll see in a moment what this means, only in the 10th spheres. But similar to what he said before, it's only in the kalim, in the vessels. And he said the same thing also we find with the emotions that we say about Hashem, the midas. We say that he is merciful, or he is noiking, he is one who takes he revenge against the wicked. So even though the uh, the uh, the supernal middas are not even close in the type of emotions that we have within creations, and as is explained in different places, it says in Melitza, yet still this is only within the realms of the vessels of S of the ten spheres itself. As the Tikkun Ezer says, that all of these are to be, to show how the world runs. But he is not of the Midas whatsoever. And the same thing, look in Sefer Shobanim, and you'll see there in the Kutti Amarim, and some of the Haggas that he mentions here, which there he explains at length how the, the unity, um, so to speak, that happens between 
the ur and the kli, the, uh, the vessel and the, and the light, and they become, so to speak, one. And it's specifically in the world of Atsilas, where this unity happens, not above it. There, there is not even the vessel that we say it unites. And not in the lower levels, in the level of Atsilas itself, there's this unity between vessel and light that you could use a description of the vessel on the light and the descriptions of the light on the vessel. <clears throat> he says, yet, this becomes attributed to the Hashem himself, that he is the merciful one, he is the kind one, he is the one who is taking revenge. Why and how? Through that with the light of God is shining in these vessels to give them their life. And the light is totally one within them, as it says that he and Attilus and his light and his vessels are one. So in this oneness, you're able to say, in other words, because of the fact that there's this attribute of mercy, you could say merciful, because God's light, which is him, so to speak, at least it's the, 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 the shine and the ray from him, that's in that light, it's in the, in, in the mercy, so I could say it's he. So together I could say he is merciful. But yet, this will not cause any change whatsoever within the essence of God. Why? Because even the light that's coming down in the tenth spheres is only like a ray and a shine from God, but his essence is totally holy and removed, and it's not similar to a soul that it itself comes down into a body. Only a ray, a so to speak, a, a light of it comes into these ten spheres. And so even more than this, it's written in the Pardis, in the Gate of Mitzvah, Fikalim, chapter 4, that even in the light and in this ray that's involved, that's in the vessels of the ten spheres, there's actually within the light, in the essence of the light, there's no color or element of description whatsoever. There's not judgment, there's not mercy, there's not right, there's not left. In other words, even though the very fact that there comes a mercy or a judgment, it comes specifically through the light, but it's only the light as it comes through the vessel. In other words, the whole, uh, um, the whole descriptive part of whatever is happening is only coming because of the part that the vessel brings to it. From the light perspective, it is totally um, um, pure and not of any of these uh, differences whatsoever. And he says, so the vessels of Atsilis are also, we know, totally godly, as we say, he and his vessels are one. And even the light that brings about these spheres, as we said, is only like the ray of the sun that doesn't cause any change within the illuminary and the source of the light. And therefore, it's called the Ur in Saf, which is from the term of, it's a Ur, it's a light, it's a ray, it's only a shine. But... Yet, even so, even for this light of the Ein Saf to come into a revealed way, that actually from it there should come a Sphira. There first has to be an intermediary between the emanator and the eman, 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 that which is emanated. And only then is the Ein Saf able to create and give life to the spheres. And this intermediary is called the Kesser, the crown, which means has two parts to it. It has within it the last level of the lowest level of the emanator, and it has within it the first level, the, 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 the source of all emanations. In other words, it has the lowest level of creator and the highest of the creation. And therefore, sometimes the crown is called the light of the Ein Sof, which is, when we look at it from its perspective of it's the last level, level of the emanator. In other words, at that point, you won't count it within the 10 spheres of Atsilis, at all. 
And then, from the perspective, the other perspective, as it is the source of all emanations, then it could be counted as one of the ten spheres, and therefore it's considered an intermediary. And that's when we call das, is when we, when we count das, is, as if it's, is when we count it as the head of the emanations. And when we say it's kesser, we don't count it. Um, that is when, sorry, when we count kesser as one of the ten, and we don't count das, that is when it's one of the emanations, and when we count Das and not Kesser, then we're talking about Kesser being the last level of the emanator, of the, of the creator, which is above. And he said because the essence the, 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 and, the, and the identity, so to speak, of the emanator, which is the essence of the Ain Saf, is not within the realms of the worlds whatsoever, that it could come in a revealed way of being of, 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 of shining and giving a hashpa, and even in the world of Atzillus, without this intermediary level. Okay, so now he goes into another point here, and he says, and so that which you have to understand, how can we say in the Ain Saf, the lowest level? Because there's no beginning or end, only in space, where you could say a head and an end, a beginning and an end, which is in the ten spheres, which their Chachma is called the beginning of all evolvement of the world, and the Malchus is called the lowest or the end of all levels. On the other hand, in Ain Saf Baruch Hu, which has no beginning and it has no end, and it's totally simplistic, so to speak, in the greatest simplicity, meaning it's totally unlimited. How do you say an end? She says, you could look, you look like you could say, according to what's explained in many places in the explanation of what our rabbis have said, that until, and not until the world was created, there was he and his name and alone. And it's not the question, why and how is it possible that before the creation of the world, there should be a level of name to God? Who should call him with this name? A name is for somebody else to call you. There's nothing else. There's no worlds yet. So why does he have a name? No, the only idea here is that the spreading of the, in other words, this emanation of life force that comes from God to give life to all the worlds in the 10 spheres, that this entire spreading forth and the drawing of this emanation or this light, is only a level of name. In other words, it's only like a name to a person, which means it is only a ray and a shine, and it's not really of your essence whatsoever, and it, yet it is called the light, this is called the light of the Ein Saf. But the essence of God is much ex- more exalted and beyond, as we say, I am God, I've never changed, as it, and it doesn't change whatsoever. And it means as follows, that even before the world was created, this already existed. How did that exist? And that's what he says here, the fact that there was this ability that he should become revealed and it should be drawn from him a light and some ray by God's decision in his, in his, in his, in his pure desire, this itself is called his name, which was there before the world was created. That this possibility, this ability, is called the level of Shmoy, of name, which was within his essence. And this level is called the, lowest, the, the last level that's in the emanator. And just like the name of a person, so to speak, is totally like nothing in comparison to yourself. And from this level of name itself, which is like totally nothing compared to the essence of God, it's just the, 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 the ability, the possibility that, that there could be revelation from this level itself is where it comes this ability to be an attic and there should be this crown for Atzillus. <clears throat> and it's very right to call this level the last level, according to the language that's explained in other places, because this is not the main level of godliness. <clears throat> in other words, the, the main level of godliness is, is that which is not that which the worlds are exist from it and get their life force and they get everything from godliness. 
Because God is as he was before the world was created and after the world was created equally. And if he wouldn't have created any world, still he would be the same and everything would be equal before him and it's still equal before him as if he wouldn't have created it. Only that which he gives life and he, bring, and he creates all the worlds is only a ray, a shine from God. And that's the life force of all the evolved worlds. But the essence of, and the, and of the God himself, of the, of, of the essence, so to speak, is much higher beyond any realms from this light, which is the life of all the worlds. And it's com completely considered like nothing before him. And therefore this ray is called the lowest level from everything that there is in the Ain Saf, which is the emanator, blessed be he. Because he says, because even this level of light that spreads, so to speak, from the sun, it's very simple that this light, if it's on the earth, it's also within the sun itself. And yet, as we say in Shariq of the Monosad in a second, it, it's this, this light is considering the sun like total nothingness in comparison to the actual body of the sun, which is the source of this light. And he says at length in Sefer Shabbatim Shariyichud and of Amuna and chapter three, because when within within the sun, it doesn't fall upon it the name of an existence of its own whatsoever. Only there, it is totally nothingness. Because in truth, he is there, total nothingness. And so, when it comes to the sun, he's going to explain. When it comes to the sun, the light of the sun shines against the will of the sun. It has to shine. But how much more so? It would say with a kolshigin of kavachemer of tens of thousands separations without any, uh, uh, beyond any measurement, so to speak, that <coughs> when it comes to the there, when it comes to God, the revelation of the light is by his choice, which means it's even more separated than the light of the sun from the sun itself. And if so, this power that's within the essence is totally like nothing in comparison to the essence of God. Just like the name of a man is like nothing in comparison to his essence. And that's what it says that before us, um, that total world was created, he and his name were the only things, were the only. And this is what the Arizal says, this term, the, low, the lowest, the lowest level or the last level that there can be from all that there could be. And from the words of the Arizal, it's a clear and strong proof Complete proof, proof to what it says in many places that the meaning of the orange self is speaking about the light and the revelation of God. In other words, the, but not the essence, so to speak. Just like the example we gave before of the illuminary, which is the source of the light. Because if so, what do you say the last level and the lowest of levels from the whole orange self? What is the Aries referring to? Only for sure, he's talking about this light and this ray, and that's the lowest level. And the same thing is also explained by the Ramaz and the Haggah in the beginning of the Tzachayim. And this is what he says, that specifically only this light of the Ain Saf, but not from the essence, not the, it's not from the essence of God, so to speak. And this is also what he con um, 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 uh, continues, and he says, meaning to say, it's from his light itself, he shined down here. And also the in the, in the, in his, in the introduction to his Sefer, Yonis Elam, he writes that the Ain Saf is only can be said on his, the name, of his blessed be he, but not his essence. But now here the Altrebbe continues and says, or this is still a Tzemach Tzedek, anyway, but even though it's true and correct that on only the light itself, you could say what it says in Eitzchayim, the lowest level, but yet in truth, the meaning of the lowest level of the Ein Saf that he's saying in Eitzchayim, it doesn't mean on the general that the entire light is the last level of the light, so to speak, before 
um, before creation, or ever, in other words, a whole Ein Sof is called the last level. Rather, he's saying even more so, that the last level that's in the light, in other words, from the entire light that's only a ray, etc., from that entire thing, the lowest part of that is what becomes the optic to Atzillus. As it's known, in the beginning there was a contraction of the light, a tzimtzum. And afterwards, there comes a, the, the, it gets drawn down what's called the kavanchut, the thread and light itself that comes from the Ur and Suf. That means from the Ur and Suf itself, there's only a small light that comes from there into the creations and the making of the worlds of Atzillus. And this Kavi says, that's what's called the last level in comparison to the light. And you can look in this, about this concept in an explanation of the Mimer, and also in the Mimer of Malchus. And from this Kav is where it becomes this level of Atik of Atzillus. And so he says that this level of Atik, it actually is drawn and it encloses in the level of Arich Ampin, which is the source and the and the and the root of all emanations. So here we have this kesser, this duality. There's, as we said in the kesser in the crown, there's the lowest level of the emanator, which is the level of atik, which is the level of the kavichut that has come after the tzimtzum, which is only a ray from the orange saf, which is only a ray of revelation from Hashem. And then the gut comes down into the level of arich, which is the source of all emanations and of Atzillus. And that's where it says that the Kessler is called the intermediary between the emanator and the emanations. That means that in order that there should be the light of the Ur and Saf, that it could be able to be drawn down and enclose itself in the vessels of the ten spheres of Atzillus, it's only first through being coming down and enclosing itself in the lowest level of the light and, 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 and this ray in the source of the Esospheres, which is in this level of Kessler, which is called the source of all emanations, which is so to speak, so much higher from a level of individual ten spheres, and also includes them all together. In other words, even in the level of Arich, at that level, you might, where the ten spheres don't exist as ten individual things. It's inclusive as one, and it's beyond them all. And through this, only afterwards, it could come down, you could draw down the light from this level, that now from this, so to speak, general ten spheres, however we will call this, <clears throat> that could come down now a light that could enclose itself within the ten, in the detailed vessels of the ten spheres, in every vessel according to its way. And now look in Sefer Shabbain in Perik in the Tanya chapter 51, which there the example and the, and the nimshal that he gives, that he mentions there, will understand what's here in a most, most more wondrous way. And there he explains that even, so to speak, the neshama, as it comes down into the body, even though it gives the power for sight and everything else that happens, which are individual vessels, the soul itself, even as it's giving the ability to see, there's not a part of the soul that is a power of sight. There's a soul that is a spiritual thing that has the power for all the things that the body will do. And as it shines into every individual part of the body, that part of the body animates in accordance with the power that the soul is giving it. But ultimately, the soul doesn't change. And even as the soul is within that body, the soul is still completely pashat, as we say. It's pure. It's, complete, it's, 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 it's not divided into these things. How much more so the way the soul is before it actually came down into these things, that it didn't even become the source yet for those things. It's all a united, simplistic power that has the power to basically empower any part of the body. 
But what is it itself? None of the above. It's none of these individual things whatsoever. And so it's the same thing, so to speak, here, that at the level that the 10 spheres are getting it, is the light is coming through, but the light is still totally pure. The light is unchanged, even as it's coming into the 10 spheres. It, 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 but it gives the ability for the 10 spheres, which is the vessel, to animate in a way that he is merciful, etc. And this goes back to the point we're saying before, ultimately in the light there's never been a change. Which means that God, all these different spheres and all these different emotions and all these different things that we attribute to God, he heard, he saw, etc., etc. Ultimately, these are descriptions of the vessels and there's actually no change within the light, so to speak, whatsoever. And therefore, God never changes whatsoever. And that's where we finish the first ice of this mimer.